type of way. Like therapy deals with issues that have occurred in your past and how you can mm-hmm. like accomplish stuff that's going on in your past to make sure that you're reconcile whole, stuff. reconcile and, and be whole moving forward. But like having a coach is all about your future. It's about mm-hmm. what yeah. you want your life to be like, your specific life. You know what I'm saying? Your specific mm-hmm. career. So honestly, I'm just, it's not even me. No, honestly. Yeah, that's real. We definitely have a treat for you guys this week. Babe, is this your favorite episode of the season? It's definitely one of them. Y'all are going to love this one. So Ade and Lola Johnson are millennials, newlyweds, both big law lawyers, Nigerian-American, and the best part, our daughters, two of our daughters' godparents. We sat down to speak with them to find out just how well things are going can we say that definitely (laughs) okay how well things are going in their first year of marriage how they are doing life their way and the conversation is truly transparent um if you can't tell by this episode we absolutely adore Ade and Lola um for so many different reasons um I hope you guys enjoy it you're gonna love it Hello. How's it going? What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, y'all sound good. We the voices on. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I didn't got his uh, smooth jazz voice on. Yeah. I see. How many pinky rings he got on? <laughs> I, what we're not going to do is start this session. <laughs> okay. Because okay. we didn't receive any off limit. Uh, elements of this conversation so you know we just gonna use we just gonna use the safe word we gonna use the safe word like y'all said okay Okay. so we're gonna be editing (laughs) (laughs) we didn't we didn't come up with our we didn't come up with our ad-lib sounds pew 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 i don't understand what's wrong with this Uh, wait that was adam yes that was me oh i'm impressed I'm impressed. So we like to um, start off every episode with first-time guests just by asking you guys one very simple question. And the question will practically drive the conversation. Um, And that is, how are you guys doing life your way? Very good question. Lola, you you had had a... A thought on that, I'm sure. I did have a thought. Um, our answer, we talked this over when you told us that would be, you know, the mm-hmm. common point of the conversation. And uh, we are doing life our way by redefining family. Oh, I like okay. that. Expand on that. Um, really, I mean, there's like one I feel like I guess let's say it's a thesis statement for this topic. <laughs> And it is that the family you create is more important than the family you come from. Mm. Do you believe that, babe? I do. You do? I do. I think you did, because I'm like that. But I <laughs> No, I've been like that for a long time. Like I've been I've noticed like quick tidbit. Like I've no like I'm not the cousin to call when you get locked up. I'm like, wait, what <laughs> you was doing? Okay, yeah, nah, let's see. 
Yeah, no, I don't call me for bail unless, like, you know, you re- like something happened, happened, but like, oh, you were selling drugs. Oh, yeah, don't, don't call me. <laughs> for real. I've been like that for a really, really long time, and I thought I've gone back and forth with thinking, like, am I right or am I wrong for feeling this way? But like, the family you create, like, you get to choose them. It's true. Yeah, agreed. And I mean, for us, it, um, I mean, it really even comes down to like, I mean, more so even like the nuclear family, like, of mm-hmm. course, extended family, but like the nuclear family you come from, obviously, you know, um, social media always provides food for thought. And I'm sure y'all have seen this. Many of the listeners have probably seen that. Um, I think it was a skit personally, but between like, the mother-in-law, the wife, and the um, husband, and she's like, she was sitting in the front seat. Yeah, the yeah. sitting in the front seat, and the wife gets the popping off at the mouth, and it's like this whole scenario, and there's so much discourse online about oh, who was right, who was wrong, and mm-hmm. I mean, we saw it at different times because we've actually been working like crazy, so our schedules actually have been not exactly um coinciding so i mean we talked about i think much after the social media uproar happened and and i remember like an actual scenario that was like that where like my so i mean full disclosure my my parent my in-laws are like really like some of the best people i've ever met um like legit actually and really uh their character and the way that they've embraced me into their family had me um I think start to like really question a lot of the things that I uh, I think thought as normal um, growing mm-hmm. up and just like the what like my what my expectation was when it came to family when it came to like you know parents and um, there was actually a scenario where uh, I, I think I was sitting in the front seat and I and we were picking up my mother in law and I was rushing to get out of the car you know to give her my seat. And she was like, no, absolutely not. And she was like, no, sit up there. And then even on the flip side, there's been times, not times, I think maybe one time where like my husband and my mother-in-law were together. And by the time I get outside, my mother-in-law is in the back. And I always was like, no, it's not that big of a deal. Like that, like, this is not, you know, it's not that, but um, she, she's, she's, uh, she's a penchant for respect and like, respecting like order and respecting the way things go and like even when my husband came for um inspection for our home before I I wasn't able to come with him I'm just you know because we uh, closing on our house was a whole adventure but anyway um, (laughs) he came by himself and um his mom basically was like yeah you know like I'll stop by the house when when your wife is here like you know I don't I don't want to go by there with you just like you know I don't want to take a moment from you all and I was like stunned I was like oh, no wow. you're not taking a moment from us like obviously you're our mom you can come you can like you know this is this is this is your victory too and she was very mm-hmm. adamant and she really did not go to the house um until I was here it was it was the it was the most interesting thing to me and I thought it was strange initially but I really sat back and thought about it and I thought like what kind of woman she had to have been and what um I guess core value she had to have possessed to um to feel that way about 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 the situation about 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 our about our union about the Mm -hmm. the sanctity of what being a husband and wife being on one accord and like the respect that 
you know, a mother-in-law would accord a daughter-in-law and vice versa. And so I just couldn't even really relate with the video because I was like, I mean, respect is just the bare minimum around here. Like I respect my mother-in-law to no end. She respects me and my husband's marriage to no mm-hmm. end. And therefore me, like, because a lot of people are like, oh yeah, no, I respect you. But you know, that's, you know, that's my son or, or that's, or, you know, th- this is, this is what I expect. But in mm-hmm. real life, if they respect the institution, the institution being marriage, then, you know, they're, by, by way of that, they're automatically going to respect you. And it just had me thinking, um, I'm rapping, so I'm going to let my husband, you know, mm-hmm. jump in. No, no, I mean, um, I, I agree and, 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 and piggyback on everything that she was saying. I think for, like, African culture in general is, is kind of hard. That's a hard um, line to draw. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, mm-hmm. in that video, uh I'm most Africans, most Nigerians will say, of course, the, the mother-in-law should be sitting up front. That's just the respecting off. Line. Y'all have to send us this video. Oh, y'all haven't seen it? No, I've seen it. Oh, I, ha- I haven't seen it. Okay, I'm gonna find it and send it to you, Ash. Yeah. Yeah, it, I, gotta, I gotta see it. If I, so if I order, so actually that's a, that's a good point. So for the folks that have not seen this video, basically what happened is the, the husband pulls up with his mother in the front seat and is picking up his wife. The wife is like on the curb or whatever as they pull up like the wife is looking at her husband and his her and her mother-in-law in the in the front seat and she's like so is she gonna get in the back and his mom pipes up kind of like saucy a little bit and says no nah, like you can get in the back i'm staying right here and his wife like pops off like what, what are you talking about i'm your I wife and car. you know yeah. i pay for this car all this other you know, oh wow yeah, so it was a really like she oh, wow. said it, it came off kind of, <laughs> it did came it did come off a little stage but at the end of the day this is this is a question that like it it prompted a lot of conversation on social media right about what is right in terms of who you put first your mother or your or your wife and again in our culture it's almost like off GP that you have to like have deference to elders your your mother-in-law your your mother what have you but to Lola's point to a certain extent like there, there has to be a a line that's drawn. Your your household should always come first above yeah. everything else. Yeah, you know who mm. are you seeing on a daily basis, who you're going to sleep with, who's like who you're gonna wake up with. You're not waking up with your mom. So like you said, yeah, <laughs> trying to respect you know your mom over your wife, and you you're putting your household in jeopardy. So there's there's a lot of like kind of mutual respect I think that needs to that needs to occur in that type of situation. And but, it don't um, be happening. So yeah. that's what we mean by redefining. Okay. Yeah. I, I really like this. I, w- I, I will say I was not expecting. I wasn't expecting this. I thought it was going to be more like along the lines of y'all's careers or something. But I want to talk about But I appreciate this on several different levels. One, I have, one, I have to see the video. Two, I appreciate your transparency in that because I'm sitting here trying to think like, damn, who do be, who be in the front seat? Yeah. <laughs> like, Honestly, and I and I'm thinking back like, um, I know that I, I know there's been at least one time because I don't, we don't get to see Justin's family as much as we see my family, but um, I don't know like we wouldn't have this discussion with my mom because my mom want to sit with Naomi <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then 
with Justin's mom, I do recall a time where I was like, no, you get, you know, you get in the front seat. I'm not even thinking about the deference piece of it, but more just like physically your body, like your body, don't you want to be in the front seat? Yeah. Just like, like you need the leg room or whatever like that. And that's just the New Jersey. I don't have no manners um, in me, (laughs) but, um, but wow, but wow. And, and I remember in that conversation, like in that quick conversation she was like no and I never even thought about it like that like obviously the car is symbolic for much bigger issues that can come down the line in your marriage for sure. on yeah. who comes first but yeah I like I like this I like it no, no. because it, it, it goes to um it like even in the the example that you're giving with Ross's mom giving you the that different like that's She's respecting the woman of the house. Like at this mm-hmm. point, you are Mrs. Ross. So, regardless, you know of of previous relationship of you know her her raising Ross. At the end of the day, you are now his wife. So, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of that that um, gets lost among parents, <laughs> among the like the boomers of this world. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just we're kind of blessed to at least have parents that kind of recognize that. But no, nah, seriously, it's it's an issue for sure. It causes issues among married couples all the time. So. Yeah, and I think Definitely. even for me, like what it I guess what it really boils down to is like when that level of respect is not there, um, which is really the uncomfortable part of the conversation, or when like there are, I mean, so again like my husband said the car is like kind of like a microcosm of like a of a marriage and for me I kind of really have been put in my, my marriage and my household and the health of myself and therefore the family that will come you know from this union first and so when there are like habitual like patterns of disrespect and or abuse or like you know just things that you don't want to pass down into your like lineage and like really if I'm frank generational curses you want to break um it's kind of like like I said like if this if that respect isn't there if that you know willingness to um I guess get on board with the vision that we have for our home and the vision we have for, you know, our family and, you know, just the things we want and don't want in our lives, then, you know, the uncomfortable conversation that a lot of people don't like to have is, you know, letting go of those, those, those relationships, letting go of those um, family members. And I think that a lot of times it kind of is frowned upon, like really, you know, separating yourself from family that no longer serves you and I know that sounds very self-centered but mm-hmm. I I like if you if you know what I'm talking about you know what I'm talking about and I, yeah. I'm not talking about like on a personal level for me I mean like just generally like if that if what I just said struck a chord you you you, you feel what I'm saying like you we don't talk about we don't talk about breaking up with like family we don't talk about severing ties with family we don't talk about like the boundaries we put in place I think we grow up thinking like yeah you know like this family member is kind of, you know, X, Y, Z, but it's fine. But when you really start thinking about it, he's like, mm, am I putting my husband through that? Am I putting my future children through that? No. Mm. <laughs> no. Do you think it's do you think it's harder on you all because of your culture, because you're Nigerian? Thousand yes. percent. Thousand percent. And that's and let's and as a as a you know, as a as a precursor to what we will probably speak on in terms of this topic, it's not unique to our culture. 
Mm-hmm. But I think that like a lot of it stems from uh, uh, immigrant uh, immigrant culture. A lot of it stems mm. from a black culture as well. But I do think that our culture like puts a lot of there's our culture is so based on respect, especially respect for elders to a fault sometimes. To the point where, most like, times. even if yeah, <laughs> I, I would say, I would say most times, but like a a, a, a good amount. <laughs> Like literally, you uh, if someone is older than you, they could do no wrong, and our culture kind of, you know, supports that. It doesn't matter what that adult said to you; they're an adult, so you need to respect what they're saying. And it's, you know, that that kind of that has a negative impact on you know folks our age, mm-hmm. like Gen Y. I mean, uh, Gen Z, millennials, what have you, where we're really trying to, you know. Like she, like Lola said, break generational curses. We're really trying not to, you know, infuse, you know, sexism and all this other type of like uh, uh, just negative energy around a modern day marriage. And, you know, our culture kind of is forcing us to say that our rejection of that is disrespectful. It's, it, I don't know. It's, it is a really tough. Is a really tough balance to have. But I will say that to 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 Lola's point, I'm really happy that my mom, for the I would say for the most part, has been very, you know, respectful of trying to. That's my girl. You know, <laughs> she loves Lola, dog. They That's like, my girl. Honestly, they 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 do have like a really good relationship. Now, mind you, my mom does not shy away from speaking her mind. She'll speak her mind. <laughs> exactly but at the same time she has been kind of she's been trying not to allow her own like cultural upbringing to negatively impact how she relates with us or you know that's big you know what counsel she gives us and all of that other type of stuff i think she she tries pretty hard at that so. yeah yeah how do y'all like navigate that creating your own marriage outside of what you've seen and also outside of your culture like and then just those boundaries with family because you're around family now so i'm sure they have their input like oh you should be doing this so how do you navigate that and not make it to where it's breaking down relationships that's a good question um i think that uh it's been a mixture i think well the first step was like really getting free from like the I guess I think oppression of like oh what will they think what will they say um, mm-hmm. and a good example is like I don't know what descended on me but I think I just got stressed out like on our honeymoon and I we were talking about so I mean obviously it's no one's business when we choose to have kids or don't choose to have kids but there was a conversation that happened between us on our honeymoon mind you our honeymoon and it's like the last night it's like the fanciest night and whatnot Mm -hmm. and I'm like distraught over this conversation and basically the conversation was about like oh well you know I would like we have to have kids like in a year and my husband was like no. says who <laughs> and, I was According like, to who? and I was like well I'm getting cussed out by, and by cussed out obviously I don't mean curse words but I mean might as well be curse words because they're strongly worded conversations and very stern talking to's and you're not getting any younger and we want grandchildren but it's like 
what did you do with the children that you had? Like, no shade, mm-hmm. no tea. Like, you pressed over these grandchildren, but uh, how are the children you raised? Are they okay? <laughs> and when you start asking yourself that, like, on a very, like, curt, frank, you know, level, it's like, nah, I'm not about to, like, dictate when I bring children into this world, children that I'm going to be responsible for for the rest of my life, no matter, you know, how old they get, whatever, children that I, I don't want, I don't want to have children that have to heal from anything that I did to them. Mm. And, you know, that's not my story. So I had to get my, it took me a while. My husband really, and I'm not saying planted the seeds like, oh, because I don't want nobody to listen. I'm like, oh, he made her rebel. Not at all. I've actually really always had an attenuated relationship with my parents. Um, but my husband kind of, he just be asking me questions. Like, this is any topic. He just be like, so why do you think that? And, you know, who says that? And why is that the case? And those kind of questions always prompt me to, you know, think very deeply and honestly get to a conclusion on my own that that needed to No be. reason. <laughs> <laughs> Parents reason. Yeah. Everybody yeah. external reason, not our reason. I'm like, that's not a good reason to, to bring an additional person into this relationship. Yeah. And it, and it goes, like, to link it back to what you're saying, it goes, you know, full circle. I'm sorry to... No, you're you fine, baby. It, 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 it goes completely full circle. Like, we asking the question of exactly why are we, you know, cultural and tradition is beautiful and wonderful we love it like we pride ourselves on it as you saw with the wedding and everything but there are some aspects of it where we're just like why what are we that that's dumb that's That's dumb we're not gonna have a we're not gonna have kids just because we've been married and we need to show that you know we're fertile and and can bring you know like that's and that type of it stuff. Sounds is so, it sounds so primitive, but that, like I know that's, but that's really, it's just, it's silly. But yeah, I mean, no, it, it reminds me of the, um, you know, think about the pot. Oh the yeah, pot yeah, roast. yeah, yeah, the, the pot roast. <laughs> yes, your life reminds me of a good pot roast. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, no, just, I can never. I got to learn how to tell this story so I can stop asking you to tell it. I, I think we told it in season one, but I'll tell it in se- this is the season two version. Uh, um, but it was like this um, this daughter and his mom, like they, they always made pot rolls, like in this pot. And like one day the kid asked the mom, like, why do you always cut the ends off the pot when you put it in here? Oh, I remember this one. Like off the pot rolls, yeah. And like essentially, like she asked her grandmother, like why she did it. She did it because the pot wasn't big enough for the rolls to put in there. And like we go along these this whole time in our lives, like doing stuff just because somebody else said in our generation that we should be doing it, mm-hmm. not realizing that we've been blessed enough with a bigger pot to do it our own you way. Yeah. But um, you know, I think that's the somebody. analogy for millennials at this point. Because when I tell you, I think that we probably had to be the most questioning ass generation. Like, but why? <laughs> but why? You know what's well, hilarious? Why? But why is literally something that my husband and his dad be saying. Like, but why? Really? Oh, but why? Oh, we question every single thing and we are so in touch with like the why that it really pisses boomers off to the point where I'm like, damn, are our parents entitled? Let me let me ask you this. So is it a southern thing? Because for me, like growing up, like it was always because I said so. Like that was mm-hmm. that's the culture amongst I feel like everybody. It's a black thing. It's a black thing. I think yeah. it's a black thing. 
it's a yeah. thing generally this idea of not questioning authority i mean that we can we can we can honey. link it to even what's going on <laughs> with black people <laughs> with we can link if we really wanted to go deep we can even link it to our interactions with like the like the police and people like black people in the midst of all of this saying like you you shouldn't be questioning you shouldn't be challenging all of that but we're not even going to go we're not even going to yeah, yeah i think that like our our culture generally like uh black, black culture. culture generally perpetuates this idea of not questioning authority Ever. and i think that there and and there's and to a fault right there, i think that there's the the importance of respect like we've been talking about among african culture among black culture is important but this idea of not questioning anything is is terrible right because then you are cutting off the edges of your pot roast for no reason <laughs> you got the bigger pot what are you cutting off the edges for yeah, throwing, throwing, throwing nourishment in the trash. Is the pot Google? Huh? <laughs> what? Nobody called. Is the pot Google? Like, oh, is ask, the pot technology? Is the pot social media? Because we share so much information through social media that I feel like the pot uh, might be Google or technology. You know what? And then like our our generations before us never even had access to the information that we have. For sure. right. Yeah. And we're sharing it at such a fast pace, whether we're looking at it through a picture. And I'm the the thing that made me think of this is like when we were ha- when um in a pro- like I'm trying to say in the process. I'm always trying to say we when we pregnant. When I was pregnant <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Wait, when we were pregnant. When we were pregnant, yes. <laughs> yes. When we were carrying Naomi, I'll tell you, you took Monday, Wednesdays, I, and Fridays to carry her. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> when you were pregnant, baby. Thank you, baby. Yeah, um, <laughs> so during our pregnancy, like that. I better. mean, during your pregnancy, and when I was supporting, I was just a sidekick. Oh, sidekick. I, I don't want to take anything <laughs> okay, away from you. Thank you. Know? Thank you. And during. Our pregnancy. <laughs> the pregnancy. During the pregnancy oh of Naomi. Oh, what happened when Naomi was up in there? What happened? No, so listen, the moment so we knew we so we had this conversation and it was not similar to yours, but the outcome of the whatever. So we were like, man, initially when we got married, we were like, we're gonna wait five, three, five years before we had a kid. And then some we went to a christening and we were like we're having a baby in our first year of marriage. That's so right. wow, baby did hit y'all hard. I, <laughs> listen, he did it really did. So we were like, okay. So I started going to the doctor and I was like, let me see what's up with my body, what I gotta do, try to lose a little bit of weight. And literally my next appointment, I was pregnant. And so <laughs> for real. And so, right, Justin. I was about to say, uh, I, it was a practice average, shot. At, at, bad enough. I just wanted to young. see. I just wanted to see. Uh, I just wanted to see what's going to happen. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> no, for real, it really was a practice shot because it happened on his birthday. But we were supposed to start trying the following month because we didn't want her. I didn't want to share my birthday month with Naomi. <laughs> Same month. Yeah. I've so. said that before and people looked at me crazy and I'm like, you don't understand. The more honest we are about what the things we yeah. want and don't want, the happier everybody will be. Yeah. I didn't know like, come July. On. My birthday is August. Our anniversary is September. So that leaves January through November. about June and uh November to December for the trip. Yeah. Yo, y'all fuck for the whole year as far as far as gifts. 
Like you got the whole <laughs> summer, then you got to go right into Thanksgiving Rock, and Christmas, yeah. then you got Rock. Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's Rocks, it. That's Rocks, how it goes over here. Stressed. See, stressed. and this is why he wanted everything to be in March, and I think that that's really selfish. But <laughs> I didn't want it to be. It just so happened. No, 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 no. I think you got me pregnant. I think you trapped me. <laughs> a month a month earlier than I wanted to be trapped. Hey, this is what I think uh, happened. So anyway, yeah. so during during the pregnancy, the moment that I got pregnant, I was thinking, okay, how do I want to do this? I didn't have any real fears outside of like just being black and in a hospital. And so I was just like, you know, I don't really know how I'm gonna squeeze this through, but like I it happens. People do it every day, so it must, you know, I, I don't know. So I watched this documentary and the documentary, the documentary, <laughs> cut me off, take my cup. <laughs> um, the doc showed me one thing and I just went on a spiral on Instagram to where I was just like, let me see how other people are not only parenting, but like everybody has uh, this is how it's supposed to go. People who have been pregnant, people who have who have never been pregnant are all going to tell you, oh, yeah, your ankle's going to swell. You're going to feel like this. When you do this, you got to do that. Like, everybody has an opinion. But the reason I say, like, our pot is technology is because, like, we have the we have the resource to go out and get whatever information it is that we need. Absolutely. Yeah. And I felt like I did that wholeheartedly. And I hated seeing those memes where new moms would be like, oh, y'all, y'all wasn't going to tell me that this was. And I was like looking like, damn, it wasn't it wasn't a thing I didn't expect. You got the same Google I got. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you got it. No, I was just going to say, I mean, you're you're absolutely right. I was speaking to somebody about this like last week, how they're saying that information and technology is the new age right now we went through like an agricultural age we went through an industrial Mm. age and right now it is definitely technology and information so that completely shapes how we address relationships family raising kids all of that type of stuff so you're right you know because we have that at our disposal we can recognize that our pot is bigger and we can recognize that we don't need to cut off the edges of our of our you know, pot roast, like, no. Nah, or cut I, off I, that fat that y'all been cooking for all these all these years that is detrimental <laughs> to the family. Like, it goes both ways. It I just, just finna slander bacon for a minute. I was like, hold oh, no, up, we can go and wrap this up real quick. Ah. <laughs> nah, we still, we keep the fat still on the bacon. bacon. Oh, okay. We, real bacon, not like... Wine over here, though. Babe, okay. why would you... She was going somewhere with that. You gonna bet. turn well, off I mean, bacon. I basically, I basically hey. said it. It's really just that, like... Safe word. I think, <laughs> it's basically that it goes both ways, I think. My, my, my biggest thing is that, like, just like how there are some things like that we cut off, like well, in that analogy that are that were cut off just because you know the pot wasn't big enough. It's also like there are some things that were previously cooked that really shouldn't. They yeah, really shouldn't mm-hmm. come on, pasta. But there were some things that were previously cooked, ma'am. I don't want the spam. Don't I don't want that I in see. there. Yeah, I don't. We don't need that. We don't need and and. And those things, like if we want to like t- put names in them, there can be a lot of things. It can right. be, you know, like like uh, toxic masculinity, like just like the way mm. you, you raise children, or you know, uh, excessive, you know, 
not even excessive. I mean, just I think gender roles generally, like or like abuse, like like just like to like call a spade a spade, like just like very abusive and toxic mindsets that have been you know trickling down for generations. Yeah. And you know, like I said, you know, you get to be you get to be called all sorts of names for um for pushing back against it, but like if if not now when and at, and at like you know who else's expense like yeah. I, I i'm pretty transparent about the fact that you know i'm you know i've been through a lot i i am i you know am on a healing journey i would say and i mm-hmm. and i i think different things have come to the surface at different times with respect to this like you know healing journey but um in order for me to do that like i got to i got to cut out some of that fat that was previously you know deemed as part of the meal like oh yeah that's yeah. how it goes but that's not just how it's gonna go not not a, not a, not not in the johnson household <laughs> <laughs> so i want to i want to stick a pen there and if i can just give a psa for sure the, like I'm with scared. us always like don't, don't be scared it's cool uh <laughs> with us being married out here but just in general like for anybody like because you always get this question first like when are you having kids Mm-hmm. Um, less, less not us but like just people in general like don't ask that question because I think that's yeah. the worst question you can ask anyone period whether they're married or not like you don't know what they have going on personally and then the other thing that I've noticed like even with us like not throwing shade at anybody but it's like all the people who are asking like oh when are you having kids like uh we, we got a kid where you at like right and, exactly thousand percent thousand percent that, that's that's what that's what it always is. It's always when you having kids, you need to have kids. Woo woo woo. Then it comes to down, it comes down to childcare, and it comes down to all sorts of things. And everybody is everybody is suddenly occupied, and suddenly ain't got mm-hmm. no time. And suddenly the village that they said that they were like, oh, you don't have to have everything in place to have children. You know, it takes a village, and then said village disappears. Yeah. Village, 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 village be showing up to the birthday party with air. Honestly, I'm With we can air. Even, we can air. <laughs> <laughs> for real. I mean, drop a diaper. That's I, I mean, I ain't gonna say no names, Justin's gonna know exactly who I'm talking about. But we Ooh. have like one family member that be requesting like personal photo, like um oh, wow. the text message will read like haven't seen a picture of Naomi lately. Oh, oh wow. Hey. How are y'all? How you doing? Like, yeah, how's the day going? Ain't, ain't ain't said happy birthday to the kid. Ain't sent the card, a diaper. Didn't even open the text message with a good look, hello, good morning, how are you? Like nothing. It, 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 it all comes down to entitlement, right? Because if we want to broaden that question, it's not only just when are you having kids. That's that's a that's an inappropriate question. When are you getting married? Is an inappropriate mm-hmm. question. How's that. it? You know what I'm saying? When are you having your second kid? It all it all goes back into you inserting yourself or feeling like you are entitled to know about somebody else's family planning. And it's yeah. the most it's the most ridiculous thing that our society makes has normalized. Be, has normalized. Honestly, yeah. it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. So to your point, Ashley, that example. Like, it's insane to think that someone would think that they're entitled to pictures of your daughter. Yeah. Nope. And they don't even fool <laughs> with people like that. They better back up. <laughs> Mind you, the child got a whole Instagram. Right. She's never not on our, like, can you send me something that's not online? No. no actually, I can't. No. Those are reserved so- for Lola. Her <laughs> 
let me let me pivot. So we've been talking about marriage a little bit or a lot of bit. Um, <laughs> how are you keeping your individual selves? Like, but like, how are you still being Ade and Lola individually mm-hmm. and not losing sight of the individual trying to work for the we? But wait, but first, how long how long have y'all been married now? Like a year and a couple months? Yeah, no. it's not even a year yet. It's about, it's to, be year. It's about to be a year and like less than a month. Oh wait, oh. Yeah. Six months. where I get six months? Sweetheart, from? oh my god, <laughs> hold on, everybody, hold up. Ade, I'm allowed to be wrong. <laughs> you on the other hand, <laughs> we were just talking about anniversary plans earlier today. That's that's Which that's just my mental reason why time is flying. I got your back, man. Hey, time with Lola is just flying. You don't know what time it is. I, I get it. <laughs> Good day, Justin. Good day. I got you, my man. Don't be out here for the I was gonna say, I ain't gonna like y'all. Anyway, but but no, you said (laughs) you said um, how do we how are we maintaining ourselves? So that is, I think that we're we're really trying. That's that's still a um, something that we're working on, mainly because for one, we work a lot, so. Too the, much, the little honestly. bit of the, the little bit of the free time like understandably so you know we do want to spend together. time together yeah. and all of that type of stuff so we're still trying to figure it out i mean that's the uh kudos to our to our to our um our coach our life coach trying to get us on our path in terms of our careers and in terms hey. of that i'm telling you you know shout out to janelle Passions. if people don't know hey 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 jay nicole she does amazing work in terms of self-coaching. And this is not, she did not, she did not send me to send this message. But <laughs> she literally, she like, I would say just generally having a coach to try to get you to get to the point of where you want to be in your career and in, in, in terms of your own personal goals is like really important. And really that is the only way that we're, we're attacking it right now is through that yeah, I would say um, if it wasn't for that we'd be like floundering just, you know and, he, and, I, and honestly I feel like it's like you said like kind of just going through the motions because like he said we really do work a lot and so like it I can't really explain it between corona and like working a lot like you said most of the time that you know that we do have is downtime is spent together I mean we both are pursuing you know personal ventures right now as he as he like, you know, uh, alluded to, and we're, you know, being coached in said personal endeavors, but that's really it. And I mean, just like I think on like a mental health aspect, um, I definitely want to give a kudos to um, my husband because uh, I've been having a difficult time. I mean, on this topic, obviously, um, you know, I really talked, I really told my husband I wanted to talk about this like family topic because it's definitely something that I'm going through currently. And, um, it has been very difficult um, and he's been very, you know, adamant about making sure I'm whole and making sure that, you know, I'm getting the help that I need um, and being a really like just a listening ear. Um, it just, you know, I can be alarmed, not I can be alarmist, but, you know, just when you're going through a lot, it kind of feels like you can't breathe almost. And yeah. I remember the other day I told him, I'm like, you know, this is this is too much. This is not what you signed up for. And he's like, no, I know exactly what I signed up for. So. I think that um, even in maintaining your personal self, your partner is is vital in that. Um, well, and it, it's crucial to that because they they see you. You see yourself in the mirror. You look at yourself every day. Whatever, cool. But it's like a, it's like they see you 
in a different way, but they they notice changes that you probably like dismiss as just, you know, oh, that's just how it's been for today. But today really yeah. turns into two weeks and two weeks turns into a month. And so they're able, I mean, he's able, I can just start speak for our marriage specifically. He's able to like, you know, key in and be like, you know, you good? What's up? And sometimes I really don't know what's wrong with me. I know that sounds so crazy, but a lot of times I don't know. A lot of times I'm not, I'm not great at verbalizing what exactly is going on, but him just being sensitive enough to me to be like, yeah, something, something's up. You know, I don't know what it is, but you know, I'm here if you need me. Um, I think that has been very paramount to my personal success um, as of late. And I think, and I think space, not to like uh, belabor on this point a little bit too, but I think giving your partner the space to, you know, to have your, your, your personal, whatever you're, trying to investigate you're trying to like being alone with your own thoughts like to her point mm-hmm. like Lola will go is is going through a lot and I'll ask her if she needs support and then but I also know when to leave her alone with with whatever she needs to deal with or you know I can offer support and if there's nothing that I can do at the time letting her you know mm-hmm. figure it out letting her decompress mm-hmm. and vice versa so as much as you know we love to um, perpetuate this idea of happy-go-lucky marriage. Everybody does everything this, together, and we, you know, we're attacking the world together, and all of that. That's all well and good, but I do think that there is, you know, we do have to leave this the room and the space for everybody to have their own individual identity, like you were, like you were alluding to, Ross, and and supporting them in in what they're trying to do for themselves as well. So. Yeah. yeah. Y'all saying it like it's not, y'all not doing a lot, but I feel like the coaching thing is huge. Like that's not a small feat, you know? And like, I mean, Jim, like, I don't know. What am I trying to say? I had a, I had a drunk moment, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was supposed to take my cup 15 minutes ago, but I kept, no, but seriously, what I was what I was trying to say was y'all mentioned it like it was this minuscule thing. Like, honestly, that's the only thing that we're doing right now. But that's really huge because one, it takes a time commitment to be able to continue to just have, be coached by somebody and to stick to that. Because, I mean, Justin and I know well and good, like we'll be like, OK, we're going to do this, whether it be for our marriage or whether it be for our individual selves. And at some point, it kind of like falls by the wayside, especially now with Naomi. And so it's, I mean, don't think that that's small. Like, that is huge. Um, And I'm glad that y'all said that as y'all's point, because I just paid my invoice for Janelle. (laughs) So, oh, my God, get your own. (laughs) Get your goddamn own. (laughs) No, it's so no. That's so awesome. I'm. I, I have to take an aside because for real though, I do think that like, I think that um, and I appreciate you saying that. You know, that is a lot. I, you know, you're right. I think that we can probably put a little bit more um, put a little bit more weight on it. Like getting a a coach is definitely taking a good step into trying to, you yeah. know, walk into your walk into your purpose and all of that. But I definitely have to take an aside and you know and shout you out for for doing it because I'm telling you. I I realized in talking to to Janelle that and she I think she described it in the best type of way like therapy deals with issues that have occurred in your past and how you can mm-hmm. like accomplish stuff that's going on in your past to 
make sure that you're reconcile whole, stuff. reconcile and, and be whole moving forward. But like having a coach is all about your future. It's about mm-hmm. what yeah. you want your life to be like your specific life. You know what I'm saying? Your specific mm-hmm. career. So honestly, I'm just, it's not even me. No, honestly. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> you want to be courted for the for the for the recording. Whatever. <laughs> no, um, no but, that's real. I'm excited. She's powerful. We got to get in now because um, whoever <laughs> don't know, they gonna figure it out. They are gonna be late, and she gonna be expensive as hell for sure. Basically, you know. But no, like for real, it's it, it having somebody that, and it's crazy because it's it's really having like an accountability partner. Yeah, you set goals yeah. for yourself, and it's somebody who's actually going to check up on your goals. Yeah, she actually told me she was gonna fire me if I didn't do if I didn't. There was an assignment <laughs> she had kept giving me. It was just like fire me in the sense of like she will give me back my money. Like, thank you so much for you know for signing up, but unfortunately, you're not doing what you need to do, so it's a dub. Um and mm. yeah, like when you have somebody pushing you like that, you really can't help but you know develop personally. So that was our mm-hmm. long-winded wait. That was our long-winded ass answer to say. No, that was good. <laughs> no, that was that was that, was, that good. was good. Y'all have no idea how good that was. And I'll tell you when you'll know how good this answer was is when y'all do have kids and you trying to figure out when the fuck you gonna pay attention hey, to you. Like cause you literally sneak you have to sneak time. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine what right kids. because like, our I, little I get, week yo. with Naomi, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> with mind no. you, we love we love Naomi to death. That is my little heart. She is she adorable. Loves you. I mean, but she she was running us ragged. She really was. <laughs> she ran us <laughs> Ragged. But she so was running out, I didn't rag it with a smile. She was running me ragged for real, for real. She was running I didn't rag it with a smile. Like it's so many no, they had so many little Kodak moments. And I was like, Oh, this is cute. He's gonna be a good dad. Cute, cute, cute. And then they only be like, oh, ah! <laughs> like she was like not rocking with me. I don't know. I don't know how I became bad cop. Like we just knew it was gonna be like, okay, Lola's good cop. I'm like good assistant cop is not gonna need to be a bad cop because you know she's gonna be chilling and she said yeah okay <laughs> got something for that <laughs> that's so funny i i could feel it though all the way in Ref or Tenerife, however you say were. it yeah Wherever i could feel at. it yeah <laughs> justin wasn't feeling nothing but the pina coladas <laughs> he was just like and then she, I'm like, she not okay, though. The one I said, somebody, somebody in this situation is not okay. I'm telling you now. I said, I just don't want her to wear them down enough. I said, I know they're not gonna harm her, but I just, I want her to be able to come back. My God, around us a little bit, but you know, it was, it was a great experience. It was no Lola was trying to give me little hints that. That shit was going astray. <laughs> you was you. I could tell you I was, was like being honest because Naomi was Naomi. Naomi's smart. That's that's just she's the very line. smart. She's very smart. So at first she was like, okay, this is cool, whatever. Then she was like, no, actually, I, I miss my parents. Like it, it was very to me. That's what it gave. Like it gave. Like she was like, okay, yeah, this is fine. I'm gonna be nice to y'all. It was just clear that she was like not uncomfortable, but she was just she's a kid. Like she wanted you know so wanted whatever normalcy she knew and. I was just convinced. I'm like, nah, she don't know like that. But I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, Naomi, no, because literally when Ade left for work trip, um, the night y'all and y'all, y'all, I think it was the night y'all were coming back. But he left like a few hours before y'all got there. 
she mm-hmm. was screaming number one she very much so connected with Ada it was the sweetest thing but when I called you on FaceTime she literally like was quiet like she was like yeah I'm fine so, yeah. I, so to me it was just like yeah she's smart she just missed her parents and that's just that's just what it is it's nothing personal and you know she still be saying I didn't name only on FaceTime but that's fine don't so, do her like that listen all you need is I was hit you know, you was trying to give me hints. Ade was trying to let us enjoy our vacation, and then Scott snitched off, snitched on everybody. They confirmed <laughs> it, and I knew. I said, "No, let me just try to text Scott a little bit, just to see what's really going on." Because I could see Ade now over there, like, "No, don't tell him. Just let him enjoy. She gonna be all right." right. Scott right. was like, "Um, no, she's on the floor, um, <laughs> at the door, banging on the door." I was she's like, "Dog." Because we put him down for a nap before we went to the wedding. We were in Dallas for a wedding. That's how Scott's coming up, just for people that are like, who are, who are these names? Scott is Justin and Ade's LB. We stayed with him for a wedding. His roommates, sis. They roommate, old roommates. Oh, old roommates. Yes, as well. He left. She just walked right into it. Roommate. All these inside jokes, the pussies don't know. No, can we can we fast forward to that? Can we can you talk about how you Scott and yeah, I they used to live together? You know this. Oh, how do you tell this to a friend? No, I no, never no. have any input on how this. how did they how did Scott and Ade come to be your roommates, babe? <laughs> That's but did they need shelter? I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, I, was I woke up and I was being was... taken advantage of. <laughs> You you definitely you definitely addressed it in a in a very like limited fashion season one, but for the for the folks that missed I never do for the <laughs> folks that missed it, me, Scott, and Zach had an apartment <laughs> and we gave we stupidly gave Ross our keys <laughs> over a weekend when we were out of town. Lo and behold, the Ross Romance you know, born. was born <laughs> in our apartment over the weekend while we were gone. And Ross Took our pictures down, put his up. <laughs> like, he said, "These my neos." Straight up. Meanwhile, <laughs> they all line brothers. Like a bad boy plot. Like literally, like yeah, that's my boy. No, nah, we just this is my place, but that's my boy. That's why all his pictures up on the wall. Is <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just caught the bad boy reference. So, oh, hey, <laughs> that's funny as hell. <laughs> oh, Mike Larry in the face. Oh, Mike, literally. Oh, Mike. <laughs> Now we're looking at it seriously, but back, but back to the topic. Though. Back to the topic. I appreciate y'all. I will say though that, like, I I really give kudos to y'all for trying to navigate how to like because I really want to turn the question to y'all. How do you find time for yourself in the midst of one making sure that your partner has time, two making sure that your your daughter has time, and then like trying to address everything else that like comes your way with work and all of this, these external factors, how do you really set time apart for your, the individual? Especially with the fact, knowing, knowing the fact that she's a whole adult at this point. Like, Naomi, she ain't just leaving them like, alone. no, she's not just leaving them alone. Naomi, 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 Naomi said, uh, I think, I think Justin tripped up the stairs or coughed up the stairs and Naomi said, sorry, daddy, or something. Yeah. And, he, oh, and he yeah. responded and he was, he was like, come here, daddy. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I think the first one, how we keep connected to each other, this podcast is one of the the elements of us getting together and having a conversation. But then separately, um, I can speak to specifically like Corona stuff. 
we definitely are on a schedule oh. where like um every other day it's that person's responsibility to wake up with Naomi just so the other person can kind of sleep in or do with that time whatever they want to do um so that's been holding us accountable because if we didn't have that that schedule we would be um living passive aggressively as fuck in here (laughs) if we couldn't so you just track. gonna sleep yeah so you just gonna keep fucking resting because you need <laughs> sleep. Like, like you don't hear her we will be kicking each other under the covers like it's your turn no nigga it's your turn okay no no we know it's tuesday it's not my turn i'm going to go back to sleep or i'm going to um so yeah so that's one of the things that's kind of holding us accountable uh, it also helps in, in covid times to know what day it is um that's true but what else? What else contributes to some individuality? I mean, essentially, like, just supporting each other for real. Like, I know what you're working on and, like, just trying to be there for you mm-hmm. any way I can. You're looking at stuff. If you got to run somewhere, like, all right, cool. Like, I know what you're working on and what your goals are. So how can I support you? We can make that happen. Yeah, that's real. So that's more of, like, a communicate, like, being transparent and what we have going on individually so that we can support one another yeah. I'm gonna I'm run this though so one thing that I always wish like people give you advice for marriage mm-hmm. but like the advice that I really wish that I, I would have stumbled upon at some point is like realizing that you're both going to grow individually yeah, but the real work is if you're gonna grow together. Yeah, grow back together as yeah. you're growing, like as you're growing individually. And so, like, because I feel like you can either grow apart or you can grow together. Absolutely. So, my question to you, to both of you, actually, so how has marriage changed who you are as an individual? So, like, what you thought, like going into marriage, and then, like, wait, how have you had to adjust who you are at the core to fit your marriage? Ooh, um, that's a good question. You want to come on, Katie Kirk? I've been listening to Charlemagne. We in mine. Mine is really this big, is this family thing. Like, and when I say thing, I don't mean like I don't mean that flippantly, but um, like that's been big for me in this marriage because like I think I just grew up, um, I grew up with a lot of like self doubt and also just like kind of like a a shaming culture. So like if you couldn't handle something or if you weren't you know okay with something or like just being shamed as like rebellious or disrespectful or whatever and not really ever standing firm to who you are and what you deserve like how you deserve to be treated um and marriage has changed me in the sense that um I have to fight for that at all costs because like now it's not just me now it's my like now I have a partner that witnesses like to be transparent highs and lows like now I have somebody that I'm accountable to that can notice that something is off with me and I can't just brush it under the rug and I can't just keep pretending like it's fine I can't just keep like you know okay this happened again but you know it's fine you know we're 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 gonna be fine we're working through it now it has to be like okay no what's the what's the course of action for this to stop how is Mm -hmm. this gonna end because I'm accountable to somebody else now like if I'm being if I'm living in a way that 
is not um, sustainable for me and not sustainable for my health. And really the pr- person, like, not, I don't want to say a primary caretaker, but like to really boil it down to that, like if something happens to me, if something goes wrong, if I can't, if I can't function mentally because, you know, like I'm having a panic attack because of some situation that I, that should have been avoided by me deciding to, you know, take a stand. The person that pieces me back together is my husband. So, yeah. so just knowing that and understanding that you know I, it's not just me anymore I'm accountable to somebody else makes me move mm. completely different and makes me like you know fight like hell for for normalcy and fight and, and and push back against like harmful you know norms that I've that really have been my my life's like how it's been my whole life so, yeah yeah I feel like the like getting this out of the way early with like you and your family and really like standing up for yourselves and standing up for yourself in this way, you'll do this now early on in your marriage and everything thereafter will be better because of it. Yeah. That's that's how I, I'm thinking. And then also I think it's easier for you to kind of push back, not just because you had the support of Ade. But also because you have a new baseline, yep. like the yep. the example of yep. his mom, like his yep. parents and his mom, even like the oh wait, of him. I tell people like there's even like people like outside when we say because family is family is what you create. So even like friends mm-hmm. that you know were once considered family, like no longer being in that space because like you said, I have a new baseline. I had to tell somebody like a friend, a mutual friend. Um, like in a conversation regarding a, a situation, like I was like, my husband doesn't talk to me like that. My husband doesn't treat me like that. So yeah. I'll be damned if you know I'm going to accept that. I'm a, I'm going to accept a lower standard of behavior from anybody. If yeah. my baseline, if my day to day interactions aren't aren't laced with this kind of like mess, you have you're like like you're smoking something strong to think that yeah. you need to like put up with that at all. So. Yeah, like you said, that baseline is like key. It's really, it's really changed my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then just to, and um, but just to put it into perspective, so like Ade growing up had a certain baseline. You had a certain baseline. You're currently on a journey and in the process of like fixing that or trying, you know, or trying to rehab what you know what you knew all this time. Yeah. And when y'all really get into the the thick of creating a family, like the baseline that y'all give to y'all's kid, come on, mm-hmm. yeah, like Absolutely. if you choose to have them, right? Yeah, we gonna have little babies at some point. He, right. he tried to be politically correct. Right. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. The question does come up, like have kids mm-hmm. I, we, we having a conversation of when is the second one because i just remembered that i was 33 so <laughs> <sighs> i guess we'll yeah. get started <laughs> so so are they same question for you man how has it changed you as an individual mine is gonna be related but i i will i won't lie it's gonna sound very um it sounds it's gonna sound like a very man answer and i was I, I, the biggest change in terms of being married now for me is, is really recognizing that is not just, is not just me anymore. It's not just <laughs> about me and literally every decision and, and maybe it just be the, the way that we approach our marriage, but like every decision needs to be 
kind of Distance. not ran by my wife, but like at least needs to be discussed. You know what I'm saying? In, in the sense of I just can't make decisions independently that affect our household by myself. That's something that I really had to get used to. Not in a bad yeah. way, but you know, I think I was a very independent person um, before this relationship. Um, and even while we were dating, I was still like very independent and I would just, you know, when it came to my stuff, I would just move. You I knew that this for is, that individuality. Yes, oh. absolutely. <laughs> uh, so I would just move. So coming to a place now where I'm like, I would want to make a decision about something. And I'm like, no, nah, actually, I need to discuss this with, you know, with Lola. That's been, for me, the biggest uh, change in terms of marriage. And a positive one, I would say. I mean, it's it's good to be in a place where, you know, you have to think about somebody else before you make major decisions. But that, for real, I will say, has been, you know, something to 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 get used to for sure. <laughs> no, no, that's real. Like I'm over here, like Ashley puts my cheeks down because that's <laughs> that's my testimony. Like that's Honestly. it. Because I was a. Uh... I, I remember like to be in a relationship, like she was like, Oh yeah, we did this. And I'm sitting over here thinking, like, we ain't did a damn thing. <laughs> we ain't did shit. But right. and then like now, like I have seen like the evolution, like in a couple weeks ago, she was like, Yeah, we did this. And it wasn't even about me. It's like something that she did. I was like, No, like you did this. And me not wanting to take her individuality away, like you accomplished this. That's Ashley. I still want you to realize that you're a person, but also like like just seeing that growth. Like from like that whole spectrum of like not really understanding we to like now it's like, yeah, like we did it as a collective, but like you really did it. So I think that's that's really tough. I, that really resonates. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's hard. I just want to know, Ade, did you realize this before or after you moved about ten thousand dollars? of funds around without Lola knowing or did you not have to make that mistake? <laughs> oh, oh look oh, this is a this is a personal story. I was like baby you moved ten key you moved ten G you, you don't know you don't know sis you don't know. Here, here's my thing like I'm always like hey my backup against the wall some money gonna appear from somewhere and you just make it happen. That's that's just how it is. And so when you got a family you gotta move a little bit different. You have Listen, to learn. Don't so, hey, if you ain't had to I'll find make some yourself- shape. If you ain't had to find yourself in public trying to figure out what keys he was moving, where you got $10,000 from? You got to do what you got to do. Justin was so mad at me. I'm sneaking shopping bags in the house, and he going to turn around and use this as an argument. I'm over here trying to pay off this $10,000 loan. Nigga, what? $10,000 loan? I'm trying to put this back. From where? I didn't even know we had this ten thousand dollars. What are you talking about? You gotta do what you gotta do. It's so, and you know what's so funny though? Uh, you like that? It, it's that that instance that even that scenario. There's so much about going into a marriage that you don't even think to like prepare yourself for, or the conversations that you failed to have before getting you know before getting into a marriage. Because, for example, that in that type of scenario. Who thinks before getting married, like, hey, you know, off GP, if you're going to get a loan, 
even if it's your own person alone, we I need, need to, to know about it. We need to have a chit chat. Or if you're going to go use your funds to go buy a bag or whatever, I need to know how that much, you know. You <laughs> mind you, I have told, mind you, side note, I've told Lola time and time again, if you want to use your money to buy a bag, feel free, long as the bills are paid. That is my mm. only my only you my know only I know that basic. too that's why when you said that I was like you know let me just let See, me let me check in felt... on let me check in on our on our uh our uh policy. account that's that's the that's, policy. that's, uh, that's policy. personal uh, guilt because I wasn't even throwing nothing there but <laughs> <laughs> that was your own personal guilt I had no bag in very long time <laughs> so everybody knows all that all that all that to say like there's those type of conversation it's 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 funny how you think that you you discuss all of that before you get married and there's so much that comes up in a marriage that you 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 are not you know prepared for so to your point like in that's in that scenario there's some people that are like no nah, like I'm, I'm getting the loan for myself so what do i need to why do i need right. to discuss that with my partner and there's or i'm helping areas. us right yeah i'm doing yeah, this for us so I'm, yeah i'll be transparent and say like for me like i always knew that i wanted to be married but marriage for me was always a business decision so there was never this forever concept it was always i'm gonna be married to this person until it no longer makes business sense and then like marrying ashley it was like wait we're gonna be married like forever now means until we stop working for this Mm. like until we're both not working towards forever like that's how long we're gonna be married and for me like just being able to internalize that and realize like no you found somebody who you actually want to work for forever with where it's not about dollars and cents or Mm -hmm. if this makes sense at the end of the day or at the end of the month it makes sense for life like i think that really made a huge difference for me yeah um for sure to be able to see that so it's been an evolution and i feel like everybody doesn't come into marriage with the same ideals or ideas about marriage. Yeah. So it's really cool like to hear y'all say like that you're creating it on your own and, and doing your own thing. Yeah, because my idea about marriage was we was gonna be married, so I said we was gonna be married. <laughs> <laughs> Sound about right. Holsters my gun. <laughs> oh my god. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I think we all get, I think we, funny enough, we all get slapped in the face by marriage, right? We have all of these notions what? of what it's going to look like and how it's going to work and this is the way it's going to be. Even as a couple, you go into marriage being like, yeah, we're going to do this. We got this like handled, this we got fine. that handled, and then you arguing about exactly that. You like, know? you know? <laughs> like, and I, I thought you said you wanted it this way. Right. We, we agreed right. that it was supposed to be this way. <laughs> and I mean, we did a lot of premarital counseling. I mean, transparency moment. We definitely wanted to do like some kind of like professional counseling, but we, you know, didn't have the time or resources to do so. So we settled for like, you know, um, a program through uh, church. But I mean, that was very helpful. And, you know, like 
figuring out some of the stuff that you know we needed to figure out but it was also still not enough like I think that's something that people kind of like dance over that you know just because you did like some premarital counseling don't mean you got it all under control yes it's helpful (laughs) yes it does it does you know get some conversations onto the table but it's a it's an everyday decision just like you said Justin like you have to want to work at it every single day like like I think I think when you just gotta think about it like just from like a legit like a logical standpoint like is a few months of premarital counseling before you got married gonna gonna sustain your entire marriage no Mm. it just isn't like that just doesn't make sense like nothing nothing lasts that long like nothing so you have to you have to give yourself those tools over and over again through over like over the course of your marriage yeah it's so crazy. So we sparked this conversation or Justin sparked this conversation about like <laughs> thinking we have it together. Adi's like, yeah, marriage is going to slap everybody in the face. So we were so mm-hmm. sure that we had it together that we was like marriage counseling for what? For what we did for? We lived together our whole entire relationship. Do 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 do. Bus. Insert <laughs> city bus to smack to run you over. <laughs> because my God, like one, we thought that then it was at one point we did. We were like, no, that wasn't how we initially started. We initially we were like, yeah, we want to do a counseling, but the religious aspect of counseling we couldn't wrap our heads around because we wanted God to be the, the we want God to be the center of our marriage. But we also wanted some practicality outside of yeah. the Bible. And in both of our minds, we made up this story about how they was about to give it to us. Um, Just be all judging. Yeah. Like, okay. so, we, so we was like, okay, so we're not going to do that. And then we, we procrastinated. <laughs> yeah. We ran out of time and we ran out of money because we were trying to figure out what we was going to feed these people in pairs. Mm. <laughs> You know, so yeah. and then we got to a point where we was like, "No, nah, we should be good. We're gonna be good, right? We don't need it. We're gonna be good. All right." All right. <laughs> Honestly, it's 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 crazy. No, I mean, I think that um, I, and I, we all have that, right? We we also, you know, had our thought about or our approach, thinking that even the the little bit that we did should be enough. And again, like we had a conversation even after we we're married, where we were like it's kind of crazy to think that, you know, a few months of even talking or whatever will prepare you for a lifetime commitment. You entering into something that's supposed to be a lifetime commitment. And when you think about it, I forgot who, I forgot where I got this, um, this uh, um, anecdote from, but I remember um, hearing somewhere where they were like, it's kind of like think about a car you you have a checkup for your car right mm-hmm. your car you're you the no you're not going to have your car for a lifetime but the idea is that you're going to have your car until it you know no longer serves you and yet you're you're having checkups you're you're making sure that everything is going to be okay or even better yet think about your body like you go you're supposed to go to the doctor for a checkup every year because even though it's your, you know, it's your body and you're rocking with you, you got to make sure that it's running properly. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure that there's not anything that you're, you're, you're not keeping. So the idea of, oh, we're just going to do this quick little couple of months or whatever counseling before marriage. And then there's no extra work on top of that ever, ever again <laughs> is the craziest concept in the yeah. world. You yeah. have to continue, you have to continually work on your marriage. And whether that looks like, 
somebody external advising you or counseling you it may not look that way but at some point y'all have to sit down and be like okay let's let's work on our relationship mm-hmm. yeah. regardless of marriage if you wanted to if you wanted to continue so all that being said like it's not uncommon for that that y'all were like you know we we got this we we've been living together we you everybody know, we thinks it. that i think yeah. Yeah. everybody thinks. I'm, I'm gonna throw a curveball in there do y'all have a process in place to where you're doing check-ins like, on a periodic basis like hey you know where are you where are we like are we good type of thing I, I, i'm gonna jump in and say that we definitely don't but what ends up happening because we don't have a process is that something comes up that forces mm. us to sit down and think a long talk yes long like mm-hmm. we like alluded to it on another like we did like a live on a wedding page and we alluded to like how long our like let's say like we can call them arguments sometimes they're not full-out arguments but just even like discussions about like anything and we like said they're long but like we like we didn't really emphasize how long we're talking like four hours like it'd be like really long discussions and like he said that kind of comes Ross up. just dropped his drink <laughs> 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 that comes up because like you said we don't have a, we don't have a system in place just yet i mean the closest thing we have to a system in place is like we have some commitments that we wrote down on like what we would what like basically things we could or could not do like in discussions arguments like even mm-hmm. if we were hot even if we were upset um and the last few discussions that we've had we've actually abided by them so I think we're getting prompted to- by a huge argument. Right? Yeah, like right. I'm not about to say, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. Like, like to be very clear, we're not just like the Huxtables out here sitting down. Like, you know what? Let's sit down and write a list of commitments <laughs> and make sure that you know we're honoring these commitments every time we discuss. No, we had a hot, we had a fucking brawl. And, like, I don't mean I, obviously not nothing physical, but it's actually probably the worst I think we've ever fought. And it was about like something very minuscule. Like that's, that's the marriage. Like, one thing about yeah. yeah, the one <laughs> thing about our like arguments that we've noticed is that they're never about anything big. But like you said, it always uncovers like some like key miscommunication we're having. Mm-hmm. Like miscommunication is like our biggest like thing that we're handling that I think will I think I used to think we were like alone in that, but no, I'm not at all. I, I was like I was like miscommunication is just like, you know pretty normal just because you come to like I'm but I'm turning 28 28 years living by myself well 27 because I was 27 when we got married um and 30 years of him living by him like as there as yourself and by by when we say living by yourself we don't necessarily even mean under the same roof we just mean like living in your own skin in your own body like you've you've developed the ways you talk to people you've developed what you do when you're mad when you're angry when you're sad and like when you're coming together with somebody you have th- those things have to go under review it's like th- is that is that sus- does that work is that going to be a sustainable behavior mm-hmm. like when i'm in this you know situation with this person um and so yeah that's you know we can definitely work on having those check-ins um i think so i think the other thing is that like i said earlier about my husband being very perceptive like Ade is very perceptive and like i would i would I'd like to say that I'm also perceptive. So like if something is going on with the other person, like just individually, it's like, you good. Like you seem a little off or you seem this, you seem that, and you know, like a conversation is prompted. Um, so yeah. And, and y'all definitely aren't alone. Um, Cause I would say for us and like to use your car analogy, it's like 
it's it's legit like getting those oil changes like you can get the oil changes and that stays off the routine do the routine maintenance mm-hmm. or if you skip that oil change whole alternator fall out something like that exactly. and now you got a bigger issue to address because you didn't address the things along the, like the, the little things along the way for the routine Absolutely. maintenance and and like that's i feel like that's every marriage and, and definitely for us it's yeah. like man like when, when we have these conversations like along the way and I would say the biggest thing is just like the consistency of it. It's like, oh yeah, you yeah. can write up a plan, but then life happens. Like, yeah. Then like stuff happens. So you're definitely not alone. But and I want us to ask that question just for people to know, like this is not uncommon by any means. Like you don't people only post uh, highlights to social media. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not exactly everything else. You know, whatever you want to post, that's your business. Like. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, generally, I think even just the way that social media operates, I find it kind of weird to post like negative stuff. Yeah. You know? So like if social media just is already kind of catered to your highlights, you're not going to see everything going on. So to your point, you know, to, to, to both of y'all's point, absolutely. Like we go through don't let the don't let everything like on social media fool you we struggle just like everybody else we have our tips like everybody else we have to literally sit down like she said and have four hour conversations to figure out why where we missed each other on something Mm -hmm. just like everybody else you know at the end of the day we're both human beings and and have our own way of doing things and we have to you know figure each other out and figure out a way forward to move forward you know and as a as a whole so it, it it's definitely a I don't I don't want to say it's a lot of work because I know that that's been like the big the big underlying premise of marriage caviar is that Ross does not like the idea that no he's come around he came around but, oh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> so you just made a post about it well no, no like yeah like like marriage is work but I don't I don't want it to be in a negative light but I think like to to, yeah. to circle back like i think that's the power of social media too is that like you only hear like the bad people post like this bad stuff like the social media like Ade was talking about like that's what like you really get out of it like oh marriage is bad or like it's really hard or whatever the case is and like we post these highlights and like yeah they everybody has stuff behind the scenes but if i'm posting these highlights who knows the next person who's going to come back who came from a, a broken home or who came from a house where they've never seen a marriage and be like, you know what, like if this person did it, like then I can do it too. Mm-hmm. And sure. you post these highlights, like, yeah, like I'm not trying to lie to you and say like it's going to be a, a walk in the park, but at the end of the day, like if you got somebody who will, once you get through that conversation is going to make you happy, then it's all worth it. And I can post that highlight to social media because I know at the end of the day we're yeah. in this together. Yeah. Exactly. And then, I mean, exactly. the podcast is is the behind the curtains for us to be honest because yeah. I mean we still post highlights on our social media and I mean but here I mean if you listen oh no we oh, we know <laughs> <laughs> I didn't listen to a couple of those podcasts where I'm like ooh they probably fought right <laughs> <laughs> <This is it. laughs> listen right. pause that episode real quick what the fuck were you thinking right. why would you say that Nah, that's real, man. But we gonna, we we appreciate y'all. We don't want to hold y'all too long. I feel like we hold y'all hostage a little bit, man. But I really, we're really enjoying the conversation. Like we we enjoying y'all, and just to hear another perspective because you don't often get to hear 
other couples talk about marriage. It's like this taboo thing, like what what goes on in your house, rightfully so, but what goes on in your house like stays in your house, but then like that really doesn't help anybody else down the line either. So it's a catch twenty two in it. So we appreciate y'all being transparent and just being real with us. Yeah, absolutely. No problem. Thank you for having. Now, this us. was refueling for me. It was like we we almost went on like a date. <laughs> a double date. Yeah, yeah. That is real, man. So I'm I'm gonna give y'all the opportunity to, or we'll give y'all the opportunity. Are we? We'll give y'all the opportunity to um <laughs> to talk about anything that you want to talk about real quick. Um, just any topic, and then also plug yourselves like who you are on social media and what do you have going on uh if people want to reach out and support, support you right, sure. final um final statements uh i think the premise of the podcast you know how are you doing life your own way i think it's really important to just uh emphasize that um because no no, no two marriages are alike and like it it's detrimental to you know try to live up to the standards of somebody else of somebody else's marriage that you're not Come in. On, somebody. So, for, every, for everybody listening um and not even just marriages relationships whatever whatever is applicable like we're we're really big on letting people know like you know what we do may not work for you what we do works for us and we want everybody to like really be intentional about about you know what standards they hold themselves to and if a standard is a standard propagated by like you or like just what you think like marriage or a relationship is supposed to be so um that's my little final i guess little tidbit and as far as me on social media um my name is lola abeni um i am a influencer content creator um attorney by day uh but um, building um, an online platform as we speak, uh, just cater to beauty and lifestyle things that I'm passionate about, edifying people, edifying women, all women. Um, but yeah, um, for for me, um, I would say um, personally that, and and I think it goes back to this whole um, we don't want to paint out marriage as work but also recognize that you know you do have to put in an effort in order to maintain your relationship in order to be you know in order to move the couple as a whole Mm -hmm. um we do a lot and mind you we're still figuring this out like i i love y'all ross and ashley because almost every podcast you're like we we still don't know what the (laughs) hell we do and I, I really want to echo that. Like, we, we really don't know what the hell we're doing either. We're, we're kind of shooting in the dark as well. But we're both excited yeah. and committed to figuring out exactly what works best for us. And I will say that if you are not, you know, excited about that, if you're not willing to put in the effort to try to figure that out, then you probably are not ready to mm-hmm. begin. And I know it's so many, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, point out our, our uh, highlight any one gender in particular but i know there's so many like relationships where it's like no like we've been dating for this amount of time we need to get married i'm telling you if you are not ready to do have that conversation if you are not ready to work on moving forward and putting yourself behind for the sake of the whole that you are not ready to be married period so um that's the i think that's my own little uh last statement in terms of me personally you know i'm uh, my page a little private, but you know, <laughs> for folks that 
for the folks that I'm cool with, my um my handle is uh, uh cousin dot on on uh Instagram. And Similar if he don't accept Lola. you, just follow me. You <laughs> see the little sprinkles of Ade that he basically, shows the world basically. through my page. And the similar type of thing. You don't play. Similar type of thing, lawyer, uh, lawyer by day, but I'm in the course of uh, changing my trajectory as well. You know, more more to come on that. I knew you were going to talk about I'm it. I'm not going to review too much on that. Go. Soon to come, soon to come. But um, yeah, uh, definitely trying to walk in my purpose and trying to figure that out right now. We well. all going to be little Janelle disciples. Oh, walking you in know? our purpose and shit. <laughs> because <laughs> screw this corporate life man i'm so sick of it i'm so <laughs> shout out to ross honestly you, right. you, i'm you when you told me you was leaving i was like hey <laughs> if you got if you got something you can take me with you. <laughs> let me hitch my wagon hey man it's it's all uh as long as hey as long as the bills getting paid It'd be all right, right, man, and just a little bit of faith, man. A lot of bit of faith. No, a lot of let, faith. Let me tell you, I know he's supposed to end, but let me tell you about my guy. Right. What? <laughs> let me on. tell you about, Come now, on, tell like, about your guy. Church my supposed God. to have been over. You talking about? Let me tell you about my guy. Nah. Please, come hey, on. No, nah, for real, I've never been put in a that's situation that he's never gotten me out of, right. and okay. and that's my whole thing. It's like maybe you gonna follow your purpose, go for it, because he ain't gonna let you fall. Oh, well, I'm going to quit on hey, Monday. Oh, hold up now. Your purpose is to be at work on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? No. See? Just so trifling, man. All right, man. We love y'all. Appreciate your time. Appreciate y'all just joining us. I, I will I will say this. Uh, this has been one of my favorite episodes, for real. Oh. Oh, we love y'all. Likewise. Um... Go check on our grown uh, goddaughter. She probably sitting up waiting for y'all. Like, <laughs> no, you would have heard her. Um, she would have called Justin because she calls him like she own him. Um, Dada, Dada. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs>